Hello and welcome. You have found episode 34, the April 2020 episode of High Tea with Old Waver, otherwise known as HD Wow. Uh, we're so glad that you're here. We have a couple of things to talk to you about. So last episode, we were really proud about talking about our first uh, live audience show on May 16th. Obviously, that's not going to happen. It's been rescheduled. So um, good Lord willing, the uh, HTWOW live studio audience debut will occur at the Moon Bar in Fort Worth on August 21st featuring special guest Mike Reiner. Now, who knows what the world will be like in August, but we're trying to push it out as far as we can to hopefully attempt to try and do a live studio audience <laughs> show. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. Um, but we encourage you to mark it down in your calendars. Again, May 16th, not happening. But August 21st, Maybe. Maybe. It might happen. Maybe. Could happen. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but in the meantime, we also want to encourage you to go to oldwaver.com and click on premium or go to patreon.com and search HTWOW and become a patron of this podcast and get the After Dark podcast plus some sweet merch uh, inclusive of some uh, stickers and a koozie. Uh, there were a couple of, uh, of our patrons that I sent koozies to, uh, this past month and it was the highlight of their month to get a HTWOW koozie in the mail in the midst of a pandemic. Covered it really, with COVIDs. <laughs> no, there was no COVID on those, uh, koozies as far as I know, but it did help make their days better, uh, in the midst of the worst times in the history of times. So... <laughs> Please sign up to be a patron and, and make your times better with HD Wow. Everclear's great. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we're doing here is we're HD Wow is like a time capsule. And at any time people are if they need to know what was happening in the world, uh during that month of that year, they can go back and go, oh yeah, I remember that's, that. Yeah, that's when the new strokes came out, and that's when the entire world was shut down. COVID, what's up with you? Why did you take all my good times? Ready for this? <laughs> Young teacher, the subject of school girl fantasy. So badly knows what she wants to be Inside her there's longing This girl's an open page Bookmarking 
Episode 34 of HT Wow. High tea with Old Waver. It's the April 2020 episode, the pandemic episode. And um, we are doing a social distancing episode. Ordinarily, we record this show from Toby's studio in College Station, Texas. And I make the trip down from Dallas and we party and we have fun. But given the times, we are doing this virtual style. We are uh, via the Skype. I know everybody's into the Zoom, but uh, we figured that uh, we might have less issues with the Skype since there's no time limits. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're also doing some um, social listening. We'll see how it works, but we figured out... Um, an app that at least lets us see the same songs. I don't know that it really lets us hear the same songs at the same time. It's working. It's sort of working. Is it? Yeah. It's uh, it's a jukebox. They're not paying us, but it's a JQBX. So if you look that up in your Google machine. Yeah. Um, and then later on, we might use uh, Rave with the other guys and see if uh, we can get a bunch of people on this for the After Dark. I know. Technology is amazing. Uh, yes, we, like most of you, are um, safe at home. I am in my kitchen in Dallas, maybe a little echo, because it's uh, not soundproofed whatsoever, and I'm by a wall of windows. But you are in the studio. Yeah. It, How are things down in the station? Um, it's pretty quiet down here, Dave. Pretty quiet. Yeah. Yeah, um, there is not a lot going on. But I will tell you, not a lot in my life has really changed um, yeah, I was going to ask you because <laughs> you rarely leave the house anyway. And, uh, you know, you, you go out to run and you go out to 
go to the store, and that's about it. That's what I did today. And, and that's um, what everybody does on lockdown. Yeah, the only difference is is I don't um I don't get to play rock shows right now. That's true. And so your that creative, has your, been your taken creative off. outlet has been stunted. Yeah. But that's okay. Sometimes you need a break. We all need a break. It's a tough thing. Um and because we are social distancing and because um only essential businesses remain open. Uh, we are not drinking beers from Good Friend Package today, but I do want to give them a shout out. Yeah, because, they they are uh, doing curbside, aren't they? Yeah, well, so Good Friend Package, I believe, is still open. I haven't been by there, uh, but they are at 1155 PV in East Dallas, and I believe they are still open for uh, to go for sandwiches and stuff um, and beer. But then also their their sister bar, uh, Good Friend uh, Burger House or whatever it's called, um, they kind of rebranded and um, they jumped on uh, whatever it is, uh, um, GoDaddy. Yeah. <laughs> and they got uh, socialdistancingnow.com. You're and kidding. So, yeah. And so instead of Good Friend, they are now Good Citizen. <laughs> And so they kind of uh, created an abridged menu, and they have uh, all kinds of awesome uh, sandwiches and, and uh, apps and stuff for uh, pickup and delivery. So if you're in the Dallas area, particularly the East Dallas area, I don't know how big their delivery area is, but uh, support our pals at Good Friend and uh, check out socialdistancingnow.com. And, uh, you know, and if you order some stuff, tip big because uh you know the service industry people they're hurting right now yeah i, w- I, re- all of us, I really wish that you could hear the bed the music bed i know it, it, i feel it, so naked because i don't i don't hear our background music you yeah, do because yeah. you're in the studio and i'm hearing the the actual pro tools feed so everything to me right now sounds exactly the same <laughs> so it sounds like it's supposed to sound. It, it sounds, sounds really good. weird on my end. And I have my, my crappy USB microphone, but I, I guess it sounds good enough. Well, every now and then it, you can hear a little digital glitchy thing, but that's kind of, I think that that, um, you know, reminds everybody what we're doing here. It's true. And so uh, things are different in a couple different ways. Um, not only are we apart and we're not drinking good friend packaged beers, um, but we also kind of were going back and forth yesterday, making plans to do this. And I was asking you kind of, uh, what your plan was for tunes, you know, because sometimes you do new stuff. T- sometimes you do book reports mm-hmm. and you really hadn't nailed down what you were going to do. And I said, well, I have, I have too many. I have an overflow of new stuff. And so you thought that uh, maybe I should just do all six. Yeah, I want to hear new stuff. And I think everybody does right now. I mean, we have our our whoobies, our warm blankies that we go back to in times of trouble. Um, but also, this is a time of discovery. We're discovering new technology, and, and let's discover new music together. Yeah, it's the future. Think? Can you hear my wife? She's like having a really animated conversation out on the patio. No, I can't. It, I have this sweet bed underneath us. 
Okay. It's I just want to make sure blocking that... Blocking out anything. I just want to make sure that her... Uh... <laughs> I can't hear any of okay, it. Good. It's funny. Because uh, I, I can hear it very distinctly, and it's really distracting. I mean, no matter what, it uh, this is going to sound way better than our... Uh... <laughs> Our uh, Cowboys game. <laughs> That's true. After dark and um, your house party regular pod. Uh, yeah, there's that, way there less background noise. But those yeah. were both after darks. Uh, this is, you know, our our regular HTWOW pod listeners are used to impeccable production value because. Well, no, the one at your house was regular, wasn't it? Oh, that was, wasn't it? Yeah, because the next day was the after dark. Oh, yeah. I'm insane. It's all right, but we did that on cassette, so it was a little hissy. Oh, that's true. Yeah. God, my that seems like ancient history. I know, back when we all could uh, sit by each other. That was yeah. weird. Back when we could have house parties. Your hair looks amazing. What did you do? You Thank just, you. Did you just hold it up and shave? Yeah, so I did, I did a an at-home COVID cut uh, a <laughs> couple days ago. COVID cut. And uh, I, well, it's not like my hair on top is not long enough where I can like hold it up or like put it in a ponytail or something. Yeah, that used to be our college way. <laughs> right. But I did, it, it basically was the high school college uh, clipper undercut. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I did it, you know, one side, then the other side, then the back. So just, you know, push it all one way and get your part and clipper all the way up. And then switch to the other side, clipper it all the way up, and then do the back. Did you do it yourself or Marissa did it? No, I did it. Really? Yeah. Wow. It didn't turn out half bad. No, it looks good. You know. <laughs> I mean, when I, I tweeted a picture the other day, and um, it was, you know, it wasn't like I had styled it. It was just bedhead. I just woke up that way, but I looked like uh, um, Beaker. <laughs> Somebody retweeted or replied with a picture of Beaker from the Muppets. And that's pretty much what it looked like. It was, you know, just a shock of hair on top and nothing else. But, you know. Did you see what I've done? You've got some scruff. I've never seen you with more than a day's growth. I know. I decided that I would grow it out and it's only been a couple of days. Wow. I didn't, I didn't even know you were capable of that. I, I didn't thought either. That, I thought that all the female hormones you take would have mm-hmm. prohibited you from growing a beard. I know, but my hair is uh, shooting through. I haven't tried to grow a beard for 10 years. Or I wasn't even trying then, let's be honest. But um, right. I decided to let it go, and hair actually grows out of my face. That's amazing. It looks good. Thanks. I mean, I, I don't think you should grow a full-on beard, but I think the, uh, the you know, the little five o'clock shadow. Yeah. It's good. You know, it's COVID times. Yeah. It doesn't matter what we look like. It makes me look like I live in a van on the West Coast with my dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what was the dude's name? Uh, um, uh, goth Babe. You're goth, so goth Babe. babe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. With my blurry background. All right. So, um... I want to. I do want to talk about um, boozing it up during lockdown, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. But let's go ahead and get to the first jam, and let's try and uh, maintain some momentum. Because okay. you know, I mean, we, we we definitely will be talking about how we've been spending our days and the prospects for ever being able to see one another again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, we want to lighten the mood and we want to play some cool jams. So you know. Maybe we should just start. What do you think? 
I'm ready. Okay, play me so, a new tune. <laughs> so I'm going to start with uh, a new tune by Gorillas, and we we played Gorillas. I don't know, maybe a year or maybe even two years ago. Um, the Now Now when that record came out, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> of course it's Damon Albarn's um, you know cartoon band, but they've been doing this thing this year where they've been putting out um, collaborations. And so they've put out uh, now three different singles that are different collaborations with different artists, whatever. And the other ones were okay. They were fine. But this one was extremely interesting to uh, us and people like us because it features Peter Hook of New Order or used to be of New Order, now Mm -hmm. just of Peter Hook. And so uh, he plays bass and some other person named Georgia I guess does keyboards and production or something on it. Um, but it's kind of like Damon Auburn singing on a new order song and it's called Aries. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, let's play it. Okay. I want to see, see if, if this, this works. <laughs> yeah, let's see if this works. Uh, this is Aries featuring Peter hook gorillas on HT. Wow. Pandemic edition.
Man. How do you feel about that? I really like that. I've always thought that the um the gorilla's idea is so genius. Because I mean, let's face it. It doesn't matter what they look like. Like he can look as rough as he wants because the cartoon characters look awesome. Right, he can have as many gold teeth <laughs> as he wants to. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, He's not as pretty as he used to be. Right. Um, God, he used to be so pretty. I know what happened. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we've I think we've talked about this before that that English guys like super hot dudes in their late teens, early twenties, that uh, they just something happens to English dudes when they hit like thirty. Yeah. That they just get all craggy. I mean, did it not happen to Beckham because he moved to L.A.? I guess so, yeah. That there's better, better dental care yeah. in the U.S. And the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he gets some vitamin D every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> I guess uh, Damon's character is Murdoch. Is that like right? His, his uh, gorilla's cartoon character. And then there's another dude named Noodle. Mm-hmm. That I guess is like the bass player. Yeah. But, you know, there there is a video, but I don't. I mean, the video. I, I'm not. I, I I I'm with you that the concept is genius, but I don't need like a cartoon video. Like the, to me, the cartoon video was distracting. I liked the the song much better when I just listened to it rather than watched it. Right. Right. When I when I first watched it, I was just like, yeah, this is okay. But then when I listen to it just the audio on its own i was like yeah this is pretty pretty good i gotta say especially when they get to the chorus the new order bass part thing yeah it's so good yeah i mean hooky he he can have same song itis sometimes yeah but still just that you know instantly that it's him Mm -hmm. he 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 has a thing and he sticks to it why not it sound it I don't know. I think it sounds really good. And everything that they've put out so far has been pretty good. I don't know if they're going to eventually compile all of these singles onto an album or or what they're planning on doing. It's called the Song Machine Project. Well, I I don't know if there's going to be a Song Machine album like, you know, at the end of the year. Well, the Gorillas thing when they tour, right? For a while, I th- when they kind of worked it out, they were behind a screen, right? And the cartoon guys did the stuff. Yeah, they had like a projection, but then they were like silhouetted playing behind the cartoon. Yeah, I don't even know why they do that. They should just make a movie of every album and then just send it out and not go anywhere. Well, that's the wave of the future, bro. Hey, man. It's like us. We didn't even drive this time. Have you? I mean, have you seen the latest projections? Like, it's like worst case scenario mm-hmm. that uh, they're saying that we might have to social distance until 2022. That there there <laughs> might not be any concerts or sporting events or any kind of large crowd gathering for two years unless they somehow come up with a vaccine in, in the interim 
I don't know about two years. Sure. I mean, that's that is the the worst case scenario. That's like, um, you know, that's that's the scientists saying, well, these models project that. Uh, that's doomsday COVID, bro. That's doomsday COVID. Doomsday um, COVID. I did want to talk to you about um, drinking. Okay. Dur- during COVID times, have you been drinking more or less? Um. Initially, initially more, but I think about the same. I don't know, because I'm one of those people that when I I drink, I drink more when I'm out. Uh huh. You know, like if you're if you're out at a at a bar or you're at a party with friends, and it just seems like the the drinks flow quicker. Right. And when you're home, you're just kind of nursing them, and it's like you're having to force yourself to get drunk. Well, do you... Um, Whereas it just happens when you're out? But I guess what I mean is not... I, I was talking to Taylor about this the other day. I definitely have not been getting hungover. Yeah. No. Um, but I'm wondering... And I also haven't been doing the day drinking that a lot of people have been waking up and just going for it because why not you know you don't have to go to the office so you might as well have now a we, drink with lunch have you been getting your day drink on and it's been a um, slow roll or i mean i know i know weekends kind of blend into the weeks now yeah man what day is it bro <laughs> um <clears throat> so on the weekends you know, there's there's your uh, mimosas or your Aperol spritzes that get uh, thrown out there sometimes. Sure. Um, but generally during the week, I usually try and wait till, you know, three, maybe four to crack the first beer or to pour the first drink. Sometimes I wait until dinner. Sometimes I wait until like six or seven o'clock before I crack into the booze. Yeah, it does seem like most there's people- There's just so much boredom. On the social, uh, on the socials, seem like they're real proud of their day drinking. So I discovered a new drink, <clears throat> and we we talked about this the other day, and you can talk about your drink discovery later. But as I said, we're not drinking um, good friend curated beers tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are drinking just whatever we have around, and so I am drinking a um, a mixed drink that uh, I kind of just, I created, but then I looked it up and it actually exists. I love that. Um, That's happened to me a few times with um, rum and ginger and things like that where they have a name called Smoky Something or Foggy Day or whatever. And you're like, cool. Yeah, so it turns out I invented the godmother. (laughs) Sweet. And so basically, all it is is vodka and amaretto. Uh, I add a splash of <laughs> topo on the top just to give it just a little bit of fizz. A little fizz. Is it called the Godmother because it's supposed to be like some rich old lady sitting in her in her in her little lounger chair? <laughs> that I does think sound like an old lady drink. It is kind of an old lady drink. I am kind of an old lady. Um, here, I, let me look up the. Uh, the definition it says it's a semi-sweet delicious mixed drink that is incredibly easy to make it's the softer version of the godfather so the godfather is scotch 
Um, whereas the godmother is vodka. Have we discussed the scotch? I don't think we have, no. What's your feeling I'm not on a fan scotch? Of, I'm not a fan of scotch. Man. Because I don't like the peatiness. I can't stand it. I um, Have you ever heard of a drink called the Greenskeeper? No. <laughs> it's like eating mulch. It is basically half a glass of scotch and half a glass of Miller High Life, I think. Oh, dear. And um, during the Calhoun record, uh, the guy that was in from Atlanta that was helping us record the record told us, talked us into a greenskeeper or groundskeeper. I think it's greenskeeper. And uh, I had the, one of those sleep app things on my phone, and it just flatlined that night. <laughs> I couldn't remember how I got home. It was I. I, I have never felt that bad the next day after drinking in my life the taste of scotch in my ma- i i'll yeah, never be able it, to drink it again it just the smell of it nauseates me i can't do it i, I know, know there's probably plenty of people listening that are thinking that we're total pussies but i mean i i love me some some bourbon yo i i love bourbon too much but the uh Scotch, every time I say how much I hate it, people always say, well, you just haven't had good scotch. Yeah, no, I know. I've, like, I've, I've had all the scotches. I don't like scotch. It tastes like medicine. Yeah, so uh, the godmother replaces scotch with vodka. So it's, it's like two parts vodka or three parts vodka in my recipe and one part amaretto. The summer chiba sipping amaretto. Then a splash of sparkling on top, just because I because I pour it in a pint glass instead of a, a highball glass. Yeah, because I'm partying. I started off the night drinking the uh, the COVID sponsored beer, Corona Light. Can you see that? I do. Um, because it seemed to fit the times. Well, and, and as we said on, on uh, the March pod, you know, we've, we've got to support Corona in these times because their business has suffered. I'm sure they've recovered a bit at this sure, point. Sure, because they changed the name for them. Right. Now everyone's calling it COVID. But, COVID's. Uh, so I'm probably going to get shittier faster than you since I'm drinking straight liquor and you're drinking beer. Well, I've moved to the cider. Um, the brute cider. You you might need to uh, spike your cider with some vodka just to catch up. Well, my next drink will definitely be a vodka soda. Okay. Do you know why? And later I, later I, on, I want to I want to hear about your um my fancy your drink lock, your, lock, your lockdown cocktail because <laughs> you you mentioned something that's fascinating <laughs> to me. My drink is definitely gayer than your drink. <laughs> if if it's possible. <laughs> a drink to be gayer than the godmother you found it yeah stay tuned for that and uh we'll get into toby's uh lockdown drink of choice here in a little bit but let's uh keep the tunes going um we talked about this band last month or maybe in the lead up maybe we didn't talk about it on the pod um but we uh decided not to play a, a tune because they'd only put out two singles at that point and now the whole record's out we're talking about the strokes Mm -hmm. 
and they put out their new record called The New Abnormal, came out on April 10th. And um, I mean, gosh, it's their first record since uh, 2016. Um, I would have thought it was even longer than that. Yeah, well, uh, Future Present Past came out in 2016. Um, let me see. Uh, Did that not up- go over well? It was okay. It, it was all right. Um, and then Come Down Machine came out in 2013. I mean, they haven't been the most active um, since their heyday in the early aughts. What was that record they did with um, the guy that worked on all the Radiohead stuff and they ended up like scrapping the record? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know that one. I'll look it up. You're talking about Nigel Godrich? Yeah, didn't they do like a full thing with him and are almost finished it and decided this isn't what we want it to sound like or Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember, but you know, it, in the last uh, decade, they've they've all kind of done their own thing outside of the Strokes. Mm-hmm. I like the um, guitar player's band. Yeah. Uh so Rick Rubin produced this one. Um but uh Sorry. Yeah, so Albert Hammond Jr., his his solo stuff has been really good. And we actually played one of his solo jams on the pod a long time ago. Mm-hmm. He's good. Yeah. And uh, Julian Casablancas, his his thing, The Voids, um, some of it is unlistenable. Some of it's really good. But it's interesting how they've all kind of, um, you know, gone their separate ways and done things that didn't fit the strokes yeah the singer guy's stuff was dancey wasn't it yeah and so but what's interesting about this record it definitely sounds like a strokes record but they also found out how or they figured out how to make a strokes record that also kind of stretches the boundaries of what the strokes are did they put the same filter on his vocal um sometimes okay sometimes um, but it's it's really quite good. It's only nine songs. Um, the uh, you know the so the first sing- single at the door was very um, kind of down tempo and had a lot of keyboards in it. Uh, Bad decisions was the next single. It's really good. I almost played that one, but I'm gonna play Brooklyn Bridge to the uh, Brooklyn <laughs> Brooklyn Bridge to chorus. I want to see, see what they see what see they how did. they're mashing up they're mashing up Brooklyn Bridge with bridge to chorus. Because the the there's also a thing in songs that people call a bridge, and yes. there's a thing called the chorus. But there's yeah. also a stay and there's with also me. verses. There's also verses. There's also and choruses a, and bridges. A Brooklyn bridge. Yes, and they're from New York, so it makes sense. Mind blown. I know. Um so yeah, I decided to play this one, and it's kind of a little bit more out there. Um, but like I said, it's um, it's comfortable. It sounds like The Strokes, but it's also refreshing and new. Wow. And I want you to hear it. Just like COVID. No, COVID's not refreshing and new. It's new, but it's not refreshing. Oh, but, sorry. But this is. Okay. This is Brooklyn Bridge to Chorus yeah. by The Strokes Clever. off of The New Abnormal Clever. on HT. Well... 
One shot is never enough I just wait for this to go into circles And the distance of my room is anything so necessary I was thinking about that thing that you said last night So me of something not not the song like the way he's singing mm-hmm. and i can't think of what it is i mean it definitely sounds like he's been listening to some morrissey yeah he's um he's he's stretching his legs a little bit yeah i mean the i want new friends but they don't want me that's a that's right out of a morrissey <laughs> right that's right out uh, of his playbook yeah, I mean, I want new friends. But they don't they, want they, me. They don't want me. I mean, it definitely sounds, <laughs> I want new friends, they don't want me. Yeah, and, you know, um, it, it, he does a few things. Like, I, I'd be curious, like, if you listen to the whole thing, mm-hmm. that, that, you know, there's some kind of asides that, that he does that are kind of like uh, I don't know kind of like sly winks you know what I'm saying like where he goes you know where he says false break right well and, it sounded like to me a few times that they were tracking the vocal and he was going to make up some of the other words later right and then they said man it's pretty funny that you say that in there and he goes okay yeah then we'll leave it yeah, because we've talked about that on, uh, I can't remember what it was. Oh, maybe it was the um, the Destroyer thing where, it, you know, it was like first takes. Like they would, he would go back and 
record other takes, but then they would end up using the demo take. Uh-huh. Uh, or maybe that was uh, our Arctic Monkeys. It doesn't matter. Um, but so like on the last song, the last song is called uh, Ode to the Mets. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the Mets, at least the, as far as I can tell. Uh-huh. But some, at some point, he's like singing, and then uh, he kind of in- interrupts himself, and he's like, drums, please. And then the drums come <laughs> See that's a uh, that sounds like a Rick Rubin thing, right? Yeah, uh, like yeah, Rick Rubin is like, no, we're keeping that. Yeah, that's all sounds good. People want to hear that. Yeah, that, I so, have to say, I thought while that was going by, that was the most interesting thing about the song. Right when that happened, I was like, they left that in on purpose. That's good. That's funny. Yeah, I think uh, you know, to me, this is the most entertained and most into a strokes record i've been in quite some time um i i think it's really good Have i you encourage ever... everyone to uh kill 40 minutes that's actually 45 minutes i mean we've got all the time in the world so you ever seen the streaks i i've seen them god um i guess i saw them at uh Nokia or whatever. Nokia. You know, the the Grand Prairie Amphitheater thing. Mm-hmm. And I maybe saw him one other time. Oh, no, I, yeah, I saw him at Governor's Ball, like their kind of homecoming show a few years ago. Oh, well, the New, York, New York thing. Yeah. 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 Um, and that was fantastic. Do they I still... mean, they, they are really good live. They're very understated live. It's not called Nokia anymore, right? No, I Does think it's Nokia just called a theater exist? or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm calling it Nokia from like 15 years ago. <laughs> I um, saw something the other day that they went on uh, this uh, BBC show called Click. Have you ever heard of it? Uh-uh. It's about technology and the new things that have come out. And so they went over their history <laughs> and were discussing how funny it was like even eight years ago, the new technology that was coming out seems so stupid right now. Right. But at the very start like the of their... Zoom. Yeah, the very start of their thing that they were talking about Nokia phones and uh, that everyone was pretty for sure that no one was ever going to take them over. And four out of five uh, people that had cell phones, they were all Nokias at one time. Right. <laughs> and then they were discussing uh, that Apple was actually going to try to put out a phone. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, guys. You got to overtake Nokia and Ericsson. Yeah, and they were like, well, you can do and, stuff and on the Motorola. On, on Apple's touchscreen, but Nokia's coming out with their touchscreen soon. Right. <laughs> and they seem to have never uh, developed the. I'm never giving up my Blackberry. <laughs> yeah, old people kept their Nokias forever, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, uh, man. And business people, all yeah, business people had to keep their BlackBerry. Yeah, their I need a real keyboard, man. Typey keyboards look so stupid. Tiny little keyboards. Did you have one of those? No, I never did. Uh, I did have a, I did have a, like a Motorola Razor, like the the flip phone, the Star Trek ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I had those for a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, they're really good. Uh, they're like I said, they're really understated live. Like when they did. Uh, that show at Governor's Ball, mm-hmm. you know, they would do a lot of, um, you know, the backdrop would be like just a wash of red and yeah. then they would all just be shadows. I you like know? that move. That's a good move. And then, you know, and then like uh, 
when it was time for Albert Hammond Jr. to do a solo, like just a very subtle spot, you know, mm-hmm. so you could kind of see him, but not really. It was just, you know, the, very anti rock star the way they do their stage presentation, which is kind of cool. Well, that's good. I'm glad that they're back, I guess. They seem, so, uh, they seem uh, okay, guys. I met him, the guitar player. Albert Hammond Jr.? Yeah, at a South By thing one time because one of the girls we were with, the band they were in, they seemed to know him and them. So like, we went like to in the his, carnal sense? No, they were buddies, New York buddies with them. And uh, oh, okay. we went to his solo show. And I, fa- I think that they actually opened up for they were called the pierces the oh Pierce yeah i remember sisters. those girls that was that was when we had the the rent house uh-huh. in austin yeah the crazy the 80s story, one the yeah. story rent house <laughs> yeah. like the miami vice house exactly uh they seem to know them somehow and i think they okay. opened up yeah, for re- them were they twins um, or were they just sisters i think they're just sisters and they were both okay. good looking but one of them was extremely yeah, they were super hot yeah Albert Hammond Jr. didn't come to the Miami Vice House, unfortunately. He did not. He seemed to have a uh, a pretty big crowd at that show, if I remember right. Did you go to that? I guess I did. I don't know. I, I mean, I remember going to the Miami Vice House, but I don't remember what shows I saw huh. at that particular South by. Boy, that was a it was a blur. That, so that was. Um, because uh, Crazy Aaron was there. W- was that uh, the Greater Good? Were they playing? Yeah, that, that was a big Greater Good one because the house was from the Lizard King guy, Martin, and they were all on Lizard King. He's Does the that one even that... exist anymore? Lizard King Records? I think so. Uh, I still follow him on the gram, Martin Heath, uh, but you know, he's the one that uh, found the killers. Oh, nice. So that's where. So he's got a pedigree. And he. I think he's one of the... He knows Daniel Miller really well. And so he was around during all the warm leatherette stuff and all that. Those were fun times. <laughs> they back, must have back been. when we could get together and yeah. cram 100,000 people onto 6th Street. <laughs> Not anymore, Dave. Those no. days are gone. No, those days South are gone. By, Maybe forever. A couple of pods ago, we were discussing if South By was even going to happen. Do you remember that? No, oh, that was last month. I thought it was the time before, because we didn't know last month that they couldn't do it. Oh, well, I guess maybe we were speculating two months ago, but last month was we recorded it right when they canceled it. Yeah. It was wow. before the... We recorded the March podcast after the announcement that South by was canceled, but before the announcement that the NBA suspended their season. Yeah, because we, that's right. Cause we discussed Taylor's young's record coming out on basically yeah, the week that the world to, ended. <laughs> right. And you guys were supposed to do shows at like six flags. And yeah. Then six so, flags pulled the plug. Yeah. So we went out and played legacy hall and, uh, everyone at legacy hall was saying how crazy it is that everyone is staying at home now because of the COVID's. And we were like, wow, this is crazy. And then we got a phone call the next day that Six Flags was off. Yeah. And then when I got home, I pretty much haven't left home since. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you like it that way. Yeah, everything seems pretty normal. I'm about to blow my head off. Are you losing it? I'm, I'm kind of losing it. So here's the, here's the deal. 
my wife. My <laughs> I know. Yeah. You, you have to do the Borat thing. Um, she has been working remotely for a month now. She's in advertising. Mm-hmm. As, as am I, for the most part. Sort of, yeah. Sort of, kind of. Um, but she... She's been busier now than when she was going to the office, it seems like. She's on calls all day long, you know, Zoom meetings, and she's just working her ass off, and she's so busy, <laughs> and I have nothing to do. Yeah. I have, I have, you know, because I've been freelance for the last three years, and so I don't have any freelance writing gigs all of the studios are closed. I don't have any voiceover gigs. Uh-huh. So I just, I, I sleep in and then I clean the house. I maybe go for a walk or a bike ride. Um, and then I just kind of watch HGTV until she's done with her work. <laughs> and then we have dinner and we drink and we watch TV together and then we go to bed and then we do it all over again. And I'm just, I am at my wit's end. I'm about to lose my mind. Do you watch the show uh, with the couple from Mississippi? That's my new favorite. I love Hometown. It's so good. I love that one. They're so good. They're both, they both seem so nice. They're so Mississippi. Yeah, they're, uh, you know, when I first, I I think when I first saw them, I was like, you guys will never be Chip and JoJo. But now I I like them even better than Chip and JoJo. I know, they're so, uh, they're so nice. My mother's from Mississippi and they talk like her. I know. I want to buy a house for $49,000 in Laurel, Mississippi. (laughs) That's the other thing. Every every house they go to is like a, this is a four-story mansion. It's (laughs) $25,000. It's free if you'll take it. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I love that show. Do you when you go out on a walk? Do you because you're so close to Skellig? Do you walk by it and just you're just tears streaming down <laughs> uh, your yeah. face because you just want to go in? Yeah, uh, I do. Uh, you know, <laughs> my my walk the other day. <laughs> my walk. My, uh, my walk. Um, <clears throat> I walked through the neighborhood and then um, I just kind of wandered and wandered. Um, we're kind of looking for a place to live as well, sure. you know, cause our, our leases, you know, we're month to month on our apartment, finally sold the dumb house right before COVID. Thank, thank God. Goodness. Holy cow. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I mean, things could be so much worse. Um, but so we're, you know, we're looking at maybe moving again. Um, if, you know, if the right place comes along. And so I've been casing the neighborhood, trying to find places and look for places before they hit the market and whatever. And so I was wandering around, and then I just kind of sort of ended up at Matt's (laughs) and got a taco and a margarita to go. Really? How did you order it? They, they, uh, well, I mean, they're, they're doing, uh, curbside. And so so they, they, uh, you know, they have the garage doors on the bar uh-huh. you know to the patio so you just walk up to the the bar on the patio and you place your order and then they hand it to you right there and so i got myself a taco and a margarita and drank my margarita on the walk home because that's how that's how bored i am you can't hang just, on the patio no obviously. no, no. The, yeah the, all the furniture is put up but you can walk up and place an order like you know counter service dude that's a long walk 
Yeah. Well, I had all day. <laughs> I mean, I was gone for like two hours. I was just wandering around. I mean, it's I a straight shot. I don't know what to do with myself. Wow. You know, I see, I see like um, people, I don't know, you know, like, uh, you know, the kid that invented like the website that tracks all of the COVID cases worldwide, uh-huh. you know, or like people doing like uh, the crazy uh, TikToks or, you know, making the, you know, the Rube Goldberg machines that go throughout their whole house, you know, and have like toilet paper going down spiral and knocking another toilet paper and rolling across the floor and hitting the cat. And then the cat knocks over a vase and then it makes dominoes fall. Mm-hmm. People are using their time so constructively and I'm just, I'm doing nothing. You got a taco. I did get a taco. I just, I feel like a, a complete loser. Like usually I feel kind of like a loser, but COVID has made me feel like a complete loser. Yeah, but what are you supposed to do? I don't know. If anybody has ideas, write me at htwowpod at gmail.com. Let's take some calls. We don't have calls. Oh, yeah. All right, let's get to the next jam. Um, I, w- I was... I, I had a, a segue when we were talking about the strokes, and I lost it. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really... I don't know how I feel about this record, but it's weird to me that a Morrissey record came out, and I wasn't excited about it i didn't care when did it come out uh the 20th of march oh are you aware that it even came out COVID. um man i'm not aware of much of anything right now well so uh 2017 he put out low in high school which was okay yeah it was better than the last couple that he put out um he, I guess, was it last year that he put out that California Sun, that covers record? Right, right. Which I didn't really care about at all. Mm-hmm. He just put out his, uh, gosh, what, let's see. I don't even know how many, how many solo records does he have? Let me do a quick count. Sorry. 13th solo record. That's a lot. He just put out his 13th solo record. Uh, it is called... Now, uh, I am not a dog on a chain. Now he was supposed to. He was headlining that massive festival that you were going to go to, right? Yes, and I just I just checked my uh, bank account and I they processed my refund. Did so they? yes, the the Cruel World Festival. It's been rescheduled for September, but who knows if that'll actually happen? And who knows if Morrissey will actually be on the bill? God. So. They, they um, but, have so many things crammed into. <laughs> there are so many shows that are supposed to happen in late August, September, October. There's no way venues are going to be able to handle that, and it probably won't be allowed. Probably not. But um, I decided because it, even if it does happen, even if the Cruel World Fest does happen in September, uh-huh. it's the weekend before. I think it's the weekend before the New Order Pet Shop Boys show that I bought tickets for in Chicago. Uh-huh. So who knows if that'll happen. But 
I was like, no, I just, I need to get a refund. And I, I, I just checked my statement today and they processed the refund. That's nice. Yeah. So, uh, that was, that was lovely. Um, but I did finally give, uh, this album a listen. I'm not a dog on a chain and I've got to say, not that bad. As latter day goes, uh, you know, I had zero expectations going in, and I like most all of it. And there are like three or four songs that are really fucking good. <sighs> and so I wanted to play you the title track because the title track is um, somewhat unexpected. Um, you know, it's it's very it's. It kind of references Morrissey's battles with the press as of late. Mm-hmm. You know, I am not a dog in a chain. Basically, you can't control me. Right. You know, I say what I want. Um, but just the song structure and the way it builds and just the chorus, it's its a really interesting, good song. And, and your buddy, uh, Joe Ciccarelli, was the producer again on I have, this one. I have noticed that he's been retweeting uh, constantly pump up Morrissey stuff. Yes. So they yeah, must so be he, getting along really well. Yeah, so he's his his producer of choice. And uh, I think this is a good jam, and I think this record is worth a listen. I mean, like I said, we are all looking for things to kill time. So um, let's kill some time listening to the new Morrissey. What do you think? Let's do it. Rising 
again You've got to be insane One is company And two is a crowd And crowds are loud Oh, maybe I'll be skinned alive By Canada Goose Because of my views Because of the truth Because of my fleece Because of my niece Like drinking ink The words explode Faster than fists Louder than blows Faster than fists Louder than blows The dead are dead Ice cold and hard To where they can't be overcharged They have no breath They have no eyes At least they won't be dying twice That's really good. Um, man, Joe Chicarelli's good, isn't he? It sounds amazing. <laughs> no, like when when it kicks in. What's all that? Hi, it's it's Manny and Dale. Ooh, show him on the camera. It's blurry. Hey, are you guys gonna join us? Oh, they can't hear me. They can't hear you. This is what COVID is. When you know what we're doing here is we're HC Wow is like a time capsule. And at any time people are if they need to know what was happening in the world uh, during that month of that year, they can go back and go, Oh yeah. I remember that's, that. Yeah, that's when the new strokes came out and that's when the entire world was shut down. COVID huh? What's up with you? Why did you take all my good times? Why don't you tell us about your cocktail, your COVID cocktail? Well, right now my COVID cocktail is what they call in Louisiana a skinny bitch. A vodka soda? It's just a vodka soda, but I have... uh, when I go spring breaking, when I go anywhere around the beach, I bring, um, you know, I like to make a smoothie. Yes. You've seen it. Um, and you know, yeah. I have tons of frozen fruit in the freezer because that is the key. We learned that years ago in New Orleans uh, that daiquiris, the best ones are made not with ice, but with frozen fruit. That's yeah. what makes them smooth. Ice and makes creamy. them water, frozen fruit makes it smooth. Yeah, ice makes them crunchy. And you don't want crunchy, you want it smooth. So you need frozen fruit, and ice, it's better for you. Ice takes away the uh, liquor in the fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It waters it down too much, like you said. But what I've been doing uh, on beach vacays or, <laughs> or any other vacation is uh, freezing uh, watermelon. Okay. And I will make watermelon and rum daiquiris. Sure. But, but lately. But lately, and especially during the COVIDs, I've been going honeydew melon. What do you think about that? Uh, so honeydew, 
Honeydew is like cantaloupe's flavorless cousin. No, honeydew is sweeter and tastier than cantaloupe. Really? When's the last uh, time I've you had just, a honeydew? Maybe I've just had bad honeydew. You need to get a new honeydew. Because to me, it just honeydew is like what you skip on the fruit tray. No, 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 no. Honeydew. Like there's is watermelon, it. and there's cantaloupe, and there's strawberries, and there's honeydew, and honeydew is like the last thing that I would get. Honeydew is sweet. I would say it's more in between. It's closer to watermelon than cantaloupe. Okay. Um, but I bought two new today, and I, all I do is cut them up and freeze so them. You, you cube it and freeze it, and then throw it in the blender with some rum, and that's it? You might can add that, uh, what's that melon liqueur? Um, Midori? Yeah, I added that last time. It became too sweet then. So what I do... Neon green. I like the, uh, this is all I put. Are you ready? Yes. A little bit, you know, the, do you make your own simple syrup? No. All you do, it's equal parts, just whatever, how much sugar, put that much water in, boil it down, simple syrup. So two squeezes of that, kink, kink, cubed melon, rum as much as you want, and then I like to add coconut milk. But I don't, last time I went for the... You know the pina colada coconut milk that comes in a can, you know, like right, coconut yeah. cream or coconut whatever? No. The carton coconut milk that people also like, like to silk. put in cereal and yeah. stuff like that. That's what I used last time. It barely has it's any taste. No, that like, you have to put you have to put like enough of say the cube goes up halfway in the blender. You put the like coconut milk about a fourth up. Okay. All right. So that way it blends together so it will pour out of the thing. What do you think about so, that? Yeah, so you're uh, you're making sure that it's the the smoothest smoothie you can possibly blend. Yes, it needs to be smooth, and it's so I, delicious. I, I'm I'm bitter that I'm not there, that I can't have one of these. It makes you feel like your toes are in the sand. You know, there's um, usually in the summertime. Summertime. At some point, July, August. My wife, who, mm. despite the fact that I just yelled at her, I love her dearly, um, she decides that she needs a pina colada. I love pina coladas. I didn't and, know that until recently. And every once in a while, we will find a place that actually does the pina colada in the hollowed out pineapple. Mm -hmm. And that's the ultimate jam is when you can get the pina colada in the hollowed out pineapple with the umbrella and the straw. Dude, when we get back together, I didn't know that, that she liked this. When we get back together, I'm going to make you guys a pina colada that's going to blow your mind. Yes. Can't wait for that. I can't wait for the cure to be found so I can get a honeydew pina colada. Well, no, the that's, pina colada is different. It's a different so mix what you, what altogether. You, what do you call the honeydew pina colada? The honeydew daiquiri is just a honeydew daiquiri. Oh, it's a honeydew daiquiri. Mm -hmm. I'm getting I'm getting my daiquiris and my pina coladas confused. You could even call it rum. a honeydew colada, but the pina colada is coconut based, and you do need the coconut cream or the real coconut. Milk. Oh, it's uh, the ratio is different. It's totally different, and there's no melon in that. Screw me. It's so tasty, Dave.
I can't wait to make you guys one of those. I love it. The little pineapple, I love it. A little frozen pineapple in there. So I just made myself a new grandmother or godmother. <laughs> grandmother. <laughs> Look up what a grandmother is. What's a grandmother? <laughs> if there's a godmother drink, there's definitely a grandmother. Grandma. Before you find out what he thinks in it, there's got to be campophonic in it. <laughs> <laughs> like campectate. That's what my grandmother used to want to put on everything. She'd snap off like an aloe vera thing, you know. Uh, there is, there's a dirty grandmother. Okay, is there a regular grandmother? No. Okay, what's a dirty? A dirty grandmother is dark rum, Kahlua, and milk. <laughs> That's a dirty grandmother. That's really simple. Sounds good. My, I wish I had Kahlua. My grandmother's drink would rum. be. Scotch, Campofanique, and aloe vera. <laughs> Gross. She put Campofanique on everything. If you broke oh, your arm, uh, she'd go, okay, you just need to rub some Campofanique on that. Before before um, we get to the next jam, um, so I had an adventure coming back from your place after the last pod. Did you tell me about this? I don't know if I did. So... Last pod was spring break, spring break, and I brought my daughter down, and my daughter and your daughter partied, yeah. and, uh, and we had good times. Did. And as we said before, it was, uh, you know, right when COVID started to get real for everybody, COVID. and they uh, they closed down South by, and then after we left uh, College Station, we stayed the night in Austin. And when we were in Austin, that's when the NBA shut down, like the next night after we left you guys mm -hmm. and the NBA shut down. And that's kind of the first domino to fall that really shut everything down. Yeah. So I am in a hotel with my daughter in Austin and I'm texting with my wife and we are talking about supplies because at that point is when the rush on TV. toilet paper yeah. and uh, disinfectant wipes and hand sanitizer that's when all of that started happening and so she texted me and said you know uh, hand sanitizer is sold out everywhere can you pick up these uh, ingredients at CVS on your way home from Austin <laughs> to try and make homemade hand sanitizer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I so I saw y'all's pick about this. Yeah. And so I went to like three different CVSs and tried to find rubbing alcohol. Like, you know, like you have to find the 98% uh, rubbing alcohol and you have to find aloe vera gel, like the, <laughs> the, the, the after sun, you know, when you get a sunburn, you rub the aloe vera on your shoulders. And um, and then she ordered some tea tree oil that you put in there to cover up the alcohol smell, basically. Sure. And so I went to three different stores, could not find alcohol anywhere, but did find the aloe vera gel. So brought that home. And then so she ordered the tea tree oil off of the internet. And then at some point, 
we uh, randomly went into like a liquor store and she bought a handle of Everclear because we couldn't find rubbing alcohol anywhere. <laughs> Is rubbing alcohol out everywhere? Yeah, you can't buy it anywhere. I didn't I mean, think go about to that. Any, go to any drugstore, any grocery store, shelves are clear. Man, what are people that, cleaning with their bongs with? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they haven't been restocked whatsoever. Um, but yeah, so then uh, at some point, I took it upon myself to uh, mix up a batch. And so we have all this, uh, I'm, I'm staring at two giant, um, you know, the aloe vera gel came in these giant uh, plastic pump bottles. Right. So I poured all of the stuff into a big uh, mixing bowl and mixed it all up. And then we had a bunch of different, uh, you know, squeeze bottles that she ordered off the internet to put them in like little portable things. And then the surplus I put back in the aloe vera thing. So we have two, like, you know, 12 ounce bottles of hand sanitizer that are just sitting there on the counter. Man, y'all are survivors. We're, we're never going to use all of it. We're never going to go through all of this pandemic hand sanitizer. Do you think that at the end you of need this, some? should you, I mail it to you? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that you could make just a bunch of jello shots? Maybe. Out I mean, of them, I, what do they taste do, like? We do. We do still have a, uh, like maybe a third of the bottle of Everclear. So <laughs> if I get really hard up, I might, I might have to hit that. Did you taste any of the Everclear at all? No, I haven't had. I haven't had Everclear since I was probably seventeen. Do you still have it there right now? Oh yeah. Go get it. Just taste a little bit of it. I want to see what it tastes like. <laughs> you pour a shot of Everclear. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hold on, hold okay. on. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm going to hold it up. I'm going to take a picture, a snapshot of your Everclear. No, pull it. There you are. <laughs> That's so stupid. All right. How much did that cost? Like $4? <laughs> no, I think it was I think it was like 25 30 bucks. You're kidding me, really? It's a handle. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. it's a big old bottle of Everclear. I mean, is that is that enough? Jeez. I mean, oh my god. I mean, I don't want to hurt myself. Does it just smell like hell? It smells like rubbing alcohol. Ooh, but you you can kidding. drink it. College. What what are you shooting right now as I'm shooting Everclear? I'm shooting vodka. All right, you ready? ready? I'm ready. Hi, Willow. Oh, oh it burns. Oh, it burns. Oh. 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 Mm. Fuck. Oh, my God. Well, you just cleaned your insides out. Now your insides don't have COVID. I know. If you're, there was any COVID in my mouth, it's dead. Your COVID, your stomach COVID's gone. God, that is disgusting. Yeah, I think the last time I had it. What's it say on it? What's proof on Everclear? Like a million? What's it say? Or, I don't even know what proof um, means. But Well, proof is double the percentage. So this is um, How'd you know 95% that? alcohol. So that would be 190 proof. <laughs> yeah oh my god um 
It says, extract, infuse, fortify. Whatever that means. Man. I feel like I'm going to puke already. Um, You're going to well, be last tanked time, for the after dark. The last time I knew, last time I know I drank Everclear was when I was like 17 or 18. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I guess I went to the liquor store, like a bunch of us went to the liquor store and somebody had a fake ID and I think I got like just a flask of Everclear because I didn't know at that point anything about booze but i just i remember i knew everclear was strong and that you could uh mix it with stuff uh-huh. like you put it in kool-aid and make trash can punch or whatever and so look at my puppy hey willow hi willow girl all right go and ahead s- and so um i got this flask of everclear and i was i don't know what i was even mixing it with it was uh, went to a house party um, I think it was at, at uh, our buddy Craig's girlfriend's house at the time. Like her parents were out of town. Uh-huh. And so we had a party at her house. And uh, I was mixing it with like, I don't know, orange juice or Kool-Aid or something. And I drank almost the entire flask. And I was so lit. And then everybody was going to go to Dallas to go to like club a or whatever uh-huh. to go dancing. And I was just like, you guys go without me. <laughs> and I just stayed behind in Craig's girlfriend's parents' house and puked yeah. the entire night and just passed out. Did it get anywhere weird or did you make it to all receptacles? Uh, I, th- I think I, I think I was responsible enough to make sure that I did not, Jackson Pollock, any bathrooms. <laughs> but Everclear is evil. Except when you make hand sanitizer without it. Man, it except, is, it is except really... when you make hand sanitizer with it. It's really right. hitting you, isn't it? Jesus. All right, let's um <laughs> let's get to the next jam. Everclear is what's normally in like a jello shot. Or what is that? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. it's jello shots or trash can punched usually. Okay. It's like when you're in high school to get as tanked as quick as you can the cheapest. Yeah, I mean it's the strongest thing you can buy. Mhm. And so you just you even if you dilute it, it's still really strong. Can it so cure you, AIDS? You can dump it, it in a if you dump it if you dump it in a uh, you know, a punch bowl, it'll go a long way. <laughs> Fiona is fascinated. My my cat is fascinated with my uh, my cords over here. Yeah, I am. That's real funny. My dog is doing the exact same thing right now, and she will not calm down. Did you smell some Everclear, girl? <laughs> All right, um, we have three more songs to go, so let's let's get the next one going. Same. Assuming that our uh, jukebox app still works. Yeah, dude, where it's happening, it's really working. Um, how familiar are you with, I say it's a band, but it's more of a dude, uh, named Washed Out. I like the Washed Out. Yeah. I so can't wa- name one song, but every single time it comes up and I ask, who is this? And someone says it's Washed Out. I always like it. Yeah. So Washed Out is, it's basically a dude named Ernest Green and he's from North Carolina. He's from no, North no, no, no. Carolina and his name well, is Ernest 
Yeah. Uh, actually, I, so now he lives in, in Athens. He went to the University of Georgia. Yeah, bro. Um, and so he was kind of in the, uh, I guess, the end of the... World? Uh, uh, no. In the end of the... Uh, that was an REM reference because of Athens. Did you get it? At the end of the 2010s? At the end of the, at the, end of the 2000s? 2009. What is that? End of the 2000s? Man, we discussed this. If they're aughts or I don't know. I don't know. Remember the decade? I guess that was, yeah, that was the aughts. The last so, two decades have sucked. And do you remember at the start of this decade, you made the... You made... You said the line that ended the world that you said it can't get any worse. <laughs> That's true. After we were going through our decade of tunes and we said, man, it sucked. And you went, yeah, well, it teen, can't get any worse. Sucked. It can't get any worse. Yeah. So I'm now sorry. everybody knows that you're it's the one fault. that caused fault. the COVID. <laughs> you caused the COVID curse because you sorry. actually now I'm wondering if I said it. We both said it. We probably I mean, we, both we, said we, it. we were both hating on the teens. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so washed out. They came out originally in um, 2009. Uh huh. My right. mouth is my mouth is still burning. Is by the it way, crazy? <laughs> so gross. Your whole face has changed since you took the shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so washed out was kind of the uh, one of the trailblazers of the chill wave thing. You remember yeah. when Chill Wave was a thing, when it was a, the hot genre for all of the the blogs. That was when Chill Wave was the thing. And when blogs were a thing. Was this, was the same time that blogs were a thing. <laughs> they kind of met in the middle. No, I love the Washed Out. And I got to say, the name of the group, it's a great name. Yeah. It really fits. And so, um, and so Washed Out actually... It holds a soft spot for me because there was a washed out song from their first record that, um, you know, when my daughter was born, mm -hmm. I made a video of like, you know, like a slideshow of her birth and, you know. That's gross. Not, not like, I mean, it was a C-section. I wasn't taking pictures of her being yanked out of her mom's tummy. God. Oh, it, oh, it wasn't the birth. No, it was a slideshow of, you know, her in you know the recovery room, her being held by all of the family members and et cetera. But it was like kind of her, uh, you know, birth video, and I used a washed out song as like the the back the you know, the background music. Mm -hmm. I did the and, same thing, but of the actual birth with the Star Wars music. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Like when the, when the uh, Death Star explodes, that's when Pace was crowning. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Joanna won't um, let me show it to anybody. It's weird. Um. Well, anyway, so it's been a while since uh, been a while Ernest, <laughs> since Ernest put out a record, but he just put out a single, and I really love it. It's a song called "Too Late," and he just put out a video also. And he had, uh, you know, I guess on, you know, their social channels, Washed Out social channels, he had said something about how they were going to shoot a video somewhere, you know, tropical. I don't know. Yeah, you know, because 
it's very you know it's very like kind of uh it's beachy music and so i guess they had plans to go to some tropical locale and shoot a video uh-huh. for this single and then once covid happened all of those plans got canceled Beaches and so canceled so he went on social media and asked people to send him their vacation videos And so they put together a video with all of this, uh, you know, user generated content of, you know, washed out fans from their vacations, their beach vacations. And it's super cool. If you get a chance to watch the video for this, the way they stitched everything together and the way they layer all of the different images, it's really, really awesome. But the song is called Too Late. And it's by Washed Out, and uh, I want to play it for you right now.
You know, uh, it's a good tune when it's over four minutes long and you're like, I kind of wish they, they would have drawn out the just, ending there a little bit. That kind of, they me, got into something at the verse. end. They got into I, something I, at the yeah. end. I mean, I feel like that's the best thing he's ever done. It's really good. It's so good. I watched it, it just, a little bit of the vid while we were checking that out. Yeah, it's cool how they did it, how they kind of mashed up all of the different vacation footage of all the different people that submitted stuff. Pretty cool. You know, I mean, it's all it's all shit that people shot on their iPhones, but the way they kind of uh, layered it mm-hmm. and kind of cut between everything, it just made it look so awesome. Looks good. I mean, that's cheap, too. That's a free vid. Right? Yeah, you know. Mm making lemonade out of covid if your name was Ernest, would you go by ernie yeah probably (laughs) (laughs) his middle name is weatherly so it's he doesn't have the option of going by his middle name i don't know i might pick weatherly weatherly green weatherly green yes that's what i pick okay all right ernie green Ernie Gray. Washed out, though. It's pretty damn good. It's pretty I dang like good. Good for them. Good for him. Good for him. Man, you know, um, I, I slammed the beer that my wife didn't want. Uh-huh. And I'm What was a third. it? It was a... Um, did we have the Miss Marmalade? Yeah, we did have the Miss Marmalade. Mm-hmm. The, the Martin House... Fruity sour with lactose and citrus. Yeah, you know what I was gonna do to today for the pod was finish all the beers that were left over, <laughs> like the Halloween beer from two years that ago that I have in a drawer that we were like, yeah, maybe not. Uh, they're all still in there. And well, may- um, maybe if we do a a, a social distance in May, <laughs> you should have to drink all of oh the God. leftover HT Wild beers. Yeah, they're the, still there. I mm. like your uh, your metal straw. I know, right? It's good for the environment. Yeah, I, I tweeted a picture of the setup. <laughs> what are people? Said that, said, said that I was, uh, you know, that we were recording uh, April HTL right now. And people thought that I was drinking beer on ice. And then they were like, with a metal straw? And I was... <laughs> And I was just like, you just need to wait and find out. Listen to the pod when it comes out, <laughs> oh, and all God. will be clear. It's uh, a, it's a, it's a godmother. It's a godmother with a metal straw in the HD Wild Glass, no, mm-hmm. no less. That's right. Mm-hmm. That was a test run. You can see it's kind of beat up. It's been through the dishwasher a few times. Oh yeah, look at there. <sighs> um, by the way. Uh, something that we mentioned in the upfront that we haven't recorded yet, uh-huh. but that we will record. Um, You're going to be of, so sloppy around then. <laughs> uh, speaking of, um, you know, pint glasses and HTWOW and stuff. Sure. Um, we had our May episode scheduled for May 16th with Mike Reiner at the Moon Bar in Fort Worth. Obviously, that's not happening. Yes. And so it's been rescheduled to Friday, August 21st at the Moon Bar in Fort Worth. You think that's going to happen? 
<laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, that is, uh, that is as up in the air as it gets at this point. But if we're hopeful that like we'll have football and that we'll have some semblance of normalcy by the fall, then hopefully by August we can have, you know, 50 people in a room to party with Mike Reiner and play dumb music. Meech Pango was right on board already. Yeah, yeah. Meech Pango from Fort Worth, they immediately were, uh, they, they were excited about playing May 16th. And then when we told them that we needed to reschedule, they were like, yes, sign us up from August 21st. Let's do so, it. Yeah, um, so, so Meech Pango is still on board. Mike Reiner is still on board. <laughs> you and I are still on board. Our the mission Moon Bar is still on board. Our mission we'll is see if the world is still on board. Our mission is to make sure because I think when we were scheduling it, uh, going back and forth with uh, Mr. Chris Monder from the Moon and uh, Mr. Mike Reiner, he mentioned that he has a petty theft show the very next night. Yes, on Saturday. So we need to make sure that he feels like absolute hell <laughs> right. for that Yes, we show. need to make sure that he stays until the very end of the after dark <laughs> yeah. and has as many Everclear shots as we can pump yeah. into him. And we can make sure that that show gets canceled. Yeah, so that's the worst petty theft show ever uh, August 22nd. Or the best. Or the best. All right. Um, do you want to get to the next jam? Yeah, let's play we're, another we're tune. We're close to the end. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, the next song that I was going to play for you is kind of, um, it's kind of a curveball. Uh, you know, this is my guilty pleasure time. And then the last one is usually your guilty pleasure time, but I'm doing gult- <laughs> guilty, <laughs> double, double guilty pleasure time. Man, I wish people could see your <laughs> face. <laughs> Man, these godmothers are fucking me. Well, they're that, and you just drank some rubbing alcohol like 30 minutes ago. Okay, have you heard of a band called Moaning? No. It's a horrible band name. It's a terrible name. So, Moaning... But we're running it, out of names, let's be honest. I know. I know. Um, so, they're from L.A., and they're on Sub Pop. Jesus, of course they you are. Know, you know, I mean... It's either 4AD or Sub Pop. Right. I mean, if you are interested in finding out interesting up-and-coming artists sub pop they usually don't sign garbage right they have great people working for them yes they usually find good bands and so they signed this band out of la called moaning in 2018 and they put out a self uh, <laughs> they put the out a best. They put out a self-titled record called Moaning in 2018, uh-huh. and it was good. I remember, I remember, I I listened to it, and I remember I liked it, uh, but I did not like it as much as I liked their new record. So their new record just came out. It's called Uneasy Laughter, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's more keyboard heavy, and there's points where. It sounds kind of like Cabaret Voltaire. There's points where it sounds kind of like The Cure. There's really? points where it sounds, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's all over the place, but it's all good. And so I wanted to play a song that is uh, in the back half of the record. It's called What Separates Us. And um, I don't know. What it, 
do I, do I need to set it up any further or do I just need to stop I talking? I don't know if you can. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure that you can. All right. This is what separates us by moaning on HD. There's nothing we 
Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think about that? Man, those dudes have to be Chameleons fans. Have to be. Right? Yes. I mean, that sounds like a Chameleon song. You know, it's been a while since I listened to the first record, so I can't really speak to the first record, but I've listened to this record over and over in the car. It's been my go-to for a month. Uh, It's so good. That's great. I have never heard of this band. Yeah, I mean, it's a horrible name. You would never, like, pick up a album by a band called Moaning. Especially Moaning out of L.A.? Oh, right? Dude, that but, is not a good combo right there. But there, I mean, trust me, you, I, I I beg you to listen to the full thing tomorrow. And there are things that sound like The Cure. There are things that sound like Joy Division. There are things that sound like New Order. It, it It's an amalgamation of everything that we love but it still sounds fresh. How did like, you how did you find this? Because I looked it up on YouTube, and we were see if they had a video, which they don't. Um, there's only like 800 views on this thing. Really? Uh, well, just because I had the first record, I, I, I for whatever reason found the first record, and so I was aware of them. And then when you know I went through and checked out the new releases whenever it was this came out like a month ago uh i saw like there was a new album from moaning and i was like well i'll check it out and i was like holy crap this is like eons better than their first one that's pretty cool that's good good work dave thank You're, you that's what i'm here for you this is a dave centric episode <laughs> and I'm you're you're really you see what people don't know is on the uh jukebox thing you can press dope yeah when the dj's playing something you like yeah and about three quarters of the way through you were like i'm gonna press dope i'm pressing dope because you can press dope or nope and you press dope (laughs) dope. (laughs) look most of the people in the world are pressing record on their stupid phone and sitting on the couch and playing the worst acoustic song ever Right. We're actually doing something that people want to listen to. Yes. We have hundreds or thousands, <laughs> thousands. of subscribers. I don't know. Did you just say scribers? Scribers. <laughs> Thank you, scribers. <laughs> oh, man. man I, we have I to go not... straight into the after dark after this. I know. Like just straight well, to that, it. You know, I've been I've been kind I know I know you're the engineer, but I've because I've kind of been piloting this stupid the jukebox DJ thing? app. Yeah. It's it, it's too much for me to <laughs> I, I just I need to be able to unplug for the after dark, so you're in charge of the after dark. The after dark's gonna be easy because we're gonna make all those other nerds pick all the songs. Okay. All right. As long as as long as I don't have to do anything except for be there, that's fine. Dude, you'll have to pick two songs, but we're right. gonna make those guys. We're gonna get this other stupid app to work for my phone, and it's going to be an, a nightmare. <laughs> it's, it's it's gonna be a train. That's wreck. what it's gonna sound like. But I don't care because it'll All be right. fun, and we're in COVID times. That's true. You uh, know. It, it really it, all we're doing is trying to produce content to help people pass the time. I wish there was a way 
that people could see it. Can you record these whole calls? I don't think so. I mean, if you I see people do screen, it all the time. If you recorded your, if you made it full screen and then you recorded your screen, you could record this whole thing. But why would you want to do that? Because it's funny. Um, okay, so let's get to the last jam, and let's, you know, I mean, let's just wrap this up. Well, what what else is going on? What do you, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this this actually came out of nowhere, and I'm playing this I'm playing this just for you, Toby. Is it another new jam, or is this an it's old new fade? jam? Oh, oh it's, it's a, a new, new jam. jam. It's brand new. It's maybe the newest of all of the jams that we're playing. Like they just finished the mix of it and send it to yeah, you. They, like they just put it out. <laughs> okay, so uh, a couple months ago on the uh, February pod, yeah. I played a jam by a band called Holy Fuck. <laughs> and then I played another jam by Holy Fuck on the After Dark of the March pod. Mm-hmm. And what was the band <laughs> that you mentioned as kind of the other example of yeah, a band that probably should have rethought their name before they went ahead and published their first work. Yeah, the yeah, it's easily the Starfucker guys because you're like, yeah. <clears throat> and also they do a thing, and I don't know if Holy Fuck does this, but doesn't Starfucker put like a star or a hash? Don't do they put like a? Well, they they and they have gone to kind of an all caps um stylized version of their name so it's s-t-r-f-k-r okay okay but they didn't put like an asterisk in the middle no, no. <clears throat> it's it's still Starfucker, but you know if you look it up on the itunes it's s-t-r-f-k-r okay so they're trying something yes um uh, but they just put out a brand new record did you know this <laughs> Is it their Easter record? No, it's called Future Past Life. It is their sixth full-length record Good God. as a group. And uh, you know what? I mean, I'm not really that familiar with them at all. Yeah, I think I, I think I have like their 2011 record in my iTunes, but I don't think I've really listened to them very much at all. Yes. But I've listened to this entire new record, and it's fantastic. And it was very difficult to find which song that I wanted to play. And this is kind of maybe a little down-tempo number. Maybe it's a little like kind of like a come down for this pod. Good. Know? That's but, okay. But I, but I want us to uh, I want us to all experience Starfucker <laughs> together. <laughs> So this is this is entitled Second Hands. <laughs> okay. This is from Future Past Life, the brand new record by Starfucker. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Let's hear it. Games we're playing, seems we always start 
Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. That's great. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was tough because there there are several really good jams on that record, but that one really spoke to me Such for whatever un- reason. Unfortunate name. Second hand basta, <laughs> fucker. <laughs> Sweet. Well, man, nope. we played a you played a bunch of new tunes for the people this time. I mean, we went full new. Yeah, I mean, it was. You know, ordinarily we kind of break things up, but we played six new jams. We all and went new COVID. I mean, are, are, did I go six for six? Dude, they're all great. I mean, when you play a Morrissey song, it could always be, it's still a throwback. But it still might be the one that sounds the best. Right. It sounds amazing. Um but all good and strokes that's even a that's a bit of a throwback as well even though it's new tunes from both i know you know i i just i wanted to uh bring the people new things to occupy your time you don't want a book report during covid no i think you want us to be slurry drunk (laughs) and then you want to go back on your own time and investigate all of the things that we've played for you. Yeah. So go back and listen to the Gorillas and the Strokes and Morrissey and Washed Out and Moaning and Starfucker. Because you have all the time in the world. Yeah. And if you ever thought that maybe you would want to sign up for the After Dark, I would say this might be the one <laughs> to start be with. Because this is going to be an absolute shit show. <laughs> as long as I don't have to do anything, I'm fine with it. I cannot wait to see what it's going to take to get this thing started with all those idiots. <laughs> There's no way it's going to work. Oh man, you know, I, I not I'm not talking about the after dark. I'm switching gears back to just music in general. It's it's weird like today because I knew that we were doing the thing tonight. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to narrow down and, you know, I had like a short list of what I was going to play, but I wanted to, especially like the Starfucker thing, I wanted to listen to the whole record and decide which song I wanted to play on the pod. Mm-hmm. And there's something about music that really just takes you out of what you're dealing with right now that is a a total escape when you fully invest yourself in what you're listening to Mm -hmm. and you and you completely just dive into the oral experience it makes everything else go away and it makes the time go faster and it's just it it's a incredible experience and it's something that i feel like i've kind of lost you know, I've been doing like, um, you know, if you follow Adult Waver on Twitter, I do like a, like a vinyl listening party. Mm-hmm. I kind of ripped off like uh, uh, Tim Burgess from. Uh, I saw him, I saw that he was doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been doing that forever, but I kind of ripped off his idea, and you know, basically it was just an excuse to get me out of bed, mm-hmm. right? So 11 o'clock, I just, on weekdays, not on weekends, but on weekdays, when I can muster the strength or when I don't have anything else going on, 
I will grab a, a record out of my collection, a vinyl record, and I will throw it on and I will live stream it on YouTube. And, you know, and I will do live commentary on Twitter and live commentary on YouTube. And, you know, there's a handful of people that are into it and it's fine. I mean, it, there's, there are people that look forward to it, but it gives me something to do mm-hmm. and it's an escape. It, it breaks up the day and it's, it just drives home the point that music is so important, especially in times like this, because we we need something that can distract us from the harsh reality of everything else that's going on. Oh yeah, totally. I I've even found I, late at night, I have found I am listening to music late at night, and I never do that. You know, I hate music. <laughs> You're a tough audience. Yeah, but I uh, find things like something will kick me off. Like a bunch of people have sent me the. Um, you've seen the thing with uh, uh, the Mad World version of the bass player from Tears for Fears and his daughter playing yes. Mad World. It's incredible. It's amazing when she starts singing. You can't yes. believe that this girl is playing all the lead parts and then when she hits all the harmonies it's like she's not even trying yeah and then all of a sudden you kind of go man tears for fears is really good and then, and then all like, of a sudden I mean, you're nine songs yeah, that's what into made me on unlike the you know my my youtube streaming thing i played the hurting yeah because it's because so of, because good. of that and so and i've been doing and then all of a sudden you look up and it's 2 30 in the morning and you've listened to like 20 Tears for Fear songs and you're like, this is great. And I never do that. So it's, you know, I'm with you. Uh, music is, um, we can't see it live right now, but you can hear a ton of it. I mean, it is the one thing you can do in your house. And they, right? I mean, you can do it and it sounds great and... We have that. You can only watch so much TV. There's That's a, true. There's a lot of music. So let's let's wrap this up, get some other drunk people on this line, and let's do a whole other two hours of music. <laughs> <laughs> Are we really going to do this tonight? Um, yeah. Who's the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> Strong words in the staff room That bookings fly <laughs> You're fucking your student, aren't you? It's gross I saw you pick her up at the bus stop The 80s were so gross No sense so close to me Hey, HT Wowers. Thank you for listening, even though you can't stand close to us, at least not until August of 2020. Thank you for listening to April 2020's episode, episode 34 of HT Wow. It's been an experience. <laughs> it who worked out. What, who knows what kind of magic Toby will cast over all of this to make it sound good. It already sounds good. But we are, uh, we're social distancing just like you. 
We're about to blow our brains out just like you. (laughs) And we hope you will share this pod with all of your friends. We hope you will listen to it. We hope you will subscribe to the After Dark and become a patron. And I hope that we will all survive this together. (laughs) It's a tough time. It's hard to navigate through these tough times. Music will see us through. Welcome. You have no. No, sorry. Hold on. Hello and welcome. Wait, no. Hello and welcome. Stop taking a snapshot. (laughs) Can't help it.